What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Okay, I'm just going to say what everyone's thinking. How do we know he's not, you know, ISIS? What's ISIS? Are you... You haven't heard of ISIS? Are you even on Instagram? Welcome to Cloud Nine, a superstore podcast. I'm Jason. And I'm BB. And we're going to talk about season four, episode eight, Managers Conference, written by Brian Gatewood and Alessandro Tanaka. Oh. Directed by Phil Trail, originally aired December 6, 2018. BB, we've fallen behind. Yeah, it's okay. We just got caught up. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know you were going to call me out on us falling back. I thought we were just going to integrate that like, nope, this is normal. We're not late. <laughs> You're late. <laughs> um, yes. Um, but the holidays are still in this episode. Garrett was wrapping a present, which I really like to do. So I really enjoyed that bit. That is your idea of gift wrapping. I don't believe in gift wrapping. If I go through the trouble of getting you a gift, that should be enough. Now you want me to waste time, waste paper, just so you could rip it to shreds and be just as surprised as if I just handed you the gift unwrapped? I don't think so. You don't know how to wrap a gift. I do not. Jonah and Amy are openly in a relationship, finally. Yes. And they are given non-transferable opportunities. So they attend the manager's conference with all the big wigs. And they find out how poorly they think of the floor workers. Yeah, for real. Um, she gives them a terrible idea. They say some horrible stuff. Floor workers are barely worth 15 bucks a week. Don't even get me started. <laughs> Pay us more. Give us more hours. I'm on food stamps. <laughs> it's endless. <laughs> yeah, those guys. Huh? Yeah. They really should let us kill one of those entitled brats each year, you know, just to keep us sane. That's exactly what they should do. That's a good idea. <laughs> uh, I hate them so much. These are funny jokes. I was just like, that's so real, though. Yep. Like, I didn't know that in Kansas you had to be working to get food stamps. I had no idea. Like, people who don't work are hungry. That's crazy. I'm, I'm sorry. It's like, just food. Anyway, that was really interesting that all that swag they got, they had some fun, you know, they were drinking clouds. I really want to know what's in that drink. <laughs> Does anyone know that recipe? Like a master bartender needs to come up with something, right? You're just offering to give me an iPad? Well, not just you, all the managers. Well, I am a manager. I am Chien Man Ko. That's fine. Take one. Okay, then I will take this iPad. Go right ahead. Jeff was there, which was kind of exciting for me. Yeah, we haven't seen Jeff in a while. He's really pathetic. He is, and like... You know, early on in the show, he didn't come across that way. He was a competent social yeah. person. Like, Yeah, he was like kind of strong and assertive, uh, like 
I don't know. It was weird. I want to see like a flashback to when Dina was fucking the bellhop and Glenn was in the <laughs> tub just to sleep. And uh, they only give you one hotel room per store. So you and Dina would have had to share a room? Yeah. Yeah. We managed to make it work last year. I just read a book in the bathtub while well, she made love to the bellhop. <laughs> that was like they talked about it briefly, but I'm like, that's a that's an episode. <laughs> I think the other story um, that this took was the Saeed being a refugee and Mateo being undocumented. And that whole timeline has kind of evolved. I'm not undocumented. Of course you're not. He's a refugee. You have to enter his info on a different page. A refugee? Oh, I had no idea. So, what crime did you commit? I committed no crime. Then why are you on the run? I'm a refugee, not a fugitive. So I didn't like they never really said Said was a Syrian refugee. When he first appeared, he was just a little pigment in the cast, which was good. Mm -hmm. But it was nice that he did come from a different um, status. Like we, you probably do have some sort of refugee in your workplace, you know? They, I like the difference that they put there where they were having that conversation of like, I don't care. It's none of my business sort of thing. But then about Mateo. Yeah. When Saeed heard what he was saying and Mateo trying to cover it up in all those sneaky ways, which some of them were like really racist, I feel like. Yeah, he was like creating stereotypes about Syrian people. Yeah. And that's really damaging. That guy's always making up stuff about people. Huh? I mean, it's it's not his fault. Uh, it's a cultural thing. You know, lying is a big part of Syrian culture. I've never heard that, and I've slept with a ton of Syrian dudes. Wait, is that where the phrase lying like a Syrian comes from, Mateo? Mm. Which happens because of, like, a defense mechanism. Yeah, it was, like, self-preservation. Yeah. Um, and then you saw that happening when Saeed had the same thought processes as Mateo, who has been living in crisis mode for a long time now. You know, he initially, when we started the show, didn't know he was even undocumented. He was pretty naive about it. So mm -hmm. I think that um, that's saying something because we've watched that kind of happen to him. Because it, it's not something he knew what it what it was, you know. Like your family brings you over here, and then all of a sudden they lied a little bit, and you have a job, and now you're afraid that your job is going to get you deported. You're working in a place, contributing to society. He shoveled snow. He obviously should have been wrapping papers, wrapping <laughs> gifts. Like that was kind of the kind of balance that was broken because they treated Saeed like a person who shouldn't have to be out there in the snow, but then they don't know what Mateo is going through and they throw him out into the cold. I think they were trying to show like how dehumanizing it is sometimes to only see that person's status. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I really liked this episode. I, I like the Mateo storyline and how he developed and grew that last bit with Cheyenne. You've been legal this whole time? 
How much attention do you need? <laughs> yeah, so Glenn does find out that he's undocumented. Yeah. And that was, I don't know, kind of a, I don't know what to say about it. The, the scene with Mateo and Glenn in the office, like, you can tell, like, Glenn is sincerely worried about what action he's going to have to take. Yeah, and, I think that... Um, like, he's not playing dumb about it like he can yeah, they they're definitely portraying a good manager in this situation. So yeah. I feel like, you know, Amy was also thinking about being a manager, but I like that Glenn did have a really good range there. He did did look like a worried man in a position of power. Mm-hmm. And Good God, could you imagine what he what would have happened if he made the the other decision to report him and go through the E-Verify? The show would just fall apart. Just... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you can't get rid of like one of your best characters and the depth that this person brings to the stories of all the interactions he has, I think is just like, my goodness, it's so great. I love the I've loved Mateo since the beginning, and I really like that. But I also feel like now that he is here and he's got like kind of like a thing with Glenn and it's a secret. I don't know how that's going to go, because I know Glenn sometimes takes it too far, you know. So I'm kind of curious about the next episode. But yes. Well, I think like eventually someone else is going to find out. Like I don't know. And maybe um, this character will be able to help kind of narrate more of what's happening with immigration you know like maybe there will be something that he can do as a character and also like you know you can educate people with tv like you can teach people a lot of shit so if there's some sort of thing that people can learn from his character going through this struggle that would be pretty cool i think well, and we got to know him as Mateo before we knew him as an undocumented person. Yeah. I like that this show... We also did that with Saeed a little bit. Yes. Not so in-depth, but... No, yeah, this person is present but and represented, and then you get to scratch the surface and understand that that person also has uh, experience and depth. I like that. I like that a lot. And th- these characters bring that. Which is really nice that you get to see that. I don't know. I thought it was very well done. Um, I also really liked um, how they talked about the Civil War. Yes. <laughs> Marcus tries to put it on states' rights, I assume. Yeah. So <laughs> I remember when I was in high school and in middle school and in grade school, almost all of my teachers were like, well, both sides had a point, you know, they each had their sides of the story. And it's like, no, <laughs> no, we fly an American flag. The Confederacy is trash. And it was about slavery. Period. I love that they said anyone who disagrees is a bad person. Because, yes, you are. They took a stand. A- yeah, it was good. They also pointed out how uh, Marcus is more likely to be a terrorist. Yes! Relax. They vet these guys for years. I mean, truthfully, out of everyone in the store, Saeed is the one person I'm sure isn't a terrorist. 
You think I could be a terrorist? Yeah, I definitely think you could be a terrorist. Definitely. I would not rent you a U-Haul ever. Exactly. Exactly. Which was great. I mean, all facts, in my opinion. I mean, but it's also statistically proven. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. You mentioned... Dina and Garrett's gift wrapping escapade. There was a climax. (laughs) You know, of all the times we made love, we never made anything this beautiful. (laughs) When her hand got stuck, why were they using different types of paper? (laughs) (laughs) I feel like the prop department had to work really hard to fuck up boxes that hard. I don't know. How can you be that bad at wrapping gifts? (laughs) That was the gag. I like that um, they did something together. That was cute to see them together. Do you think that those two are heading back towards relationship territory? Maybe if they do more things together, they can get drunk and do more stuff. Amy wore the name tag Louisa. And what was the other one at the conference? I don't remember. That was the other name tag she wore today, though. Yep. <laughs> you missed one. And Jonah was... What you Howdy. Mean? I'm uh, Colt McCann, down hereabouts from uh, Burlington, Vermont. He thought it was going to be Texas. Yeah. It was pretty silly. <laughs> yeah, well, any any thoughts overall? Good episode. Glad we're back. Ready for some more. They did take a break too, though, right? Yeah. Okay, so it's not just us. Everyone needs a break every now and then, okay? But you should watch the show. Don't you want to know what Mateo's going to do with us? I think you're preaching to the choir. Yes, probably. (laughs) I liked his outfit, too. That purple fleece with the zipper. It was really good. And he was wearing socks with little pink polka dots. Did you see that? No, I didn't. Oh, I like the fashion in this show. Cheyenne's shirt looked like she was wearing like a crop top, but it was just like her sweater was the same color as her skin. Yeah. I really like that. First, I was like, you can't wear that. Yeah, you can. Although she did wear like a coconut bikini already. So, And she was trying to win that costume contest. Her hair looked good, too. She had braids. Uh, the next episode is called Shadowing Glenn. That sounds fucking terrifying a little bit. Yep. Any uh, theories on what's going to happen? I have read the <gasps> cheater s- synopsis. So. Okay, well, let me tell you what I, <laughs> I think was, it is. I was tempted to answer and be right, but... <laughs> no, <laughs> cheater. Okay, I think it's um somebody who's following Glenn around. <laughs> Trying to learn job. It's like a, one of those kid programs where you have to go and watch a baby born or whatever. What? There was kids in my school that went and watched the baby be born. And that was who they shadowed. I was like, that's sick. <laughs> what is this class? <laughs> For like a career? Yeah. Thing? Other people followed a dentist. Glenn's doing well, celebrating Christmas. He's got a new child. Oh, yeah. They don't talk about that baby. I don't really care. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, well, have a heavenly day. Have a heavenly day.
Attention Cloud9 shoppers, you can support us by subscribing to the podcast and leaving a rating or review. Find us on Facebook and Twitter at SuperstorePod. You can also email us at SuperstorePodcast at gmail.com. Have a heavenly day. Actually, the Civil War was not about slavery. That's a misconception. No, not a misconception. Good people can disagree. Wrong. You are not a good person if you disagree. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.